everybody, welcome back to Raw and Nerdy. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow stupendous and marvelous co-host, starting with Mr. Rook. What is up, my fellow nerds? Today is going to be a entertaining episode, I think, so let's get to it. And as always, always bringing up the rear, but always first in your hearts, Mr. Archon. Gonna catch you raw and nerdy. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we need to get that officially recorded. Yes. That would be amazing. Weird Al, the invite is still out there. So, you know, if you want to just, you know, contact me, we can just do a quick Zoom call or Discord and I'll record it for you. You can be a part of history. We can make you famous. (laughs) That's how that'll work. No, not even close. All right. So today's episode, we're going to be getting into the remakes and reboots in both movies, TV and video games. But before we get into that main awesome topic that we're going to be jumping all over the place with, I can tell you now. <laughs> we're going to, um, we've got a couple things in the news. We're going to go over really quick. And what I found very interesting is that Modern Warfare 3 is completely tanking in the reviews and scoring. It is an average of 56, which is one of the worst rated Modern Warfare or Call of Duty titles ever. And there's a lot of people demanding refunds. See what happens when Blizzard gets your hands on stuff? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know if it's necessarily Blizzard's fault because they've owned Activision for years now, so... Yeah, but they were... The best game they had outside of Black Ops was... uh, What was it that we played? Oh, you mean the, the the Royale version, right? Yeah. But it was the first one, not the one they have now. Yeah. And I forgot the name of it. It was so good. It was before they switched over to the new format. Warzone. Call of Duty Warzone. Was it the Warzone or the one before that? That was the one before it was Warzone. The first one was Warzone, I think. It's Warzone now. It's Warzone Warzone now. Stand by. Yeah. Well, you looked that up. It was one where you actually had to pick up mods to your guns. And you couldn't just get preloads and find rarities. It was just, it was so much better. And yeah, Rook and I had so much fun. We spent hours drinking and playing that and got our first duos win. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the reviewers said, and I think this put it very, very distinctly, Modern Warfare 3 is one of the most blatant misfires of the Call of Duty series. Its campaign is lackluster, and the overall quality and quantity of its online content gives the impression that it would be much better or much more fitting as a DLC instead of a full-price game. Well, I mean, for one, does anybody ever buy Call of Duty for the for the campaign mode? I mean, nine times out of ten, the campaign mode is like maybe two hours long, and then that's it. So, What's up, Brooke? What do you got? Uh, so, Warzone uh, was the what it was called when it was launched for the Battle Royale. They relaunched Warzone in 2022, and now they're on what they call Warzone 2.0. No, there was a different name before Warzone. Mm-mm. I know called, it was. The Battle Royale was always called Warzone. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> I've right. never heard it called Warzone, so I don't Announced know. I on know. March 9th, 2020, Call of Zoom. Call of Zoom. Call of Duty Warzone was released the next day on March 10th. So it was Warzone. 
Because that's the one where me and you did shotties and snipers and actually won a match with uh, your brother. Huh. I found it. It was called Blackout. Blackout? I don't remember Blackout. Because uh, game Warzone is a second Battle Royale installment. Because they had it as a, a part of uh, Black Ops 4. Oh, I didn't play Black Ops 4, so I didn't know that one. That's the one that you and I played. No, me and you played the standalone one for Modern Warfare. Okie dokie. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's tanking. It's terrible. And Avatar The Last Airbender has a new live-action series coming to Netflix in 2024. Avatar The Last Airbender, Fire Nation. It will be eight episodes with one hour each. I have actually seen a lot on this. I've actually, there's like a list out there you can see who's going to play all the different characters and stuff, and it looks like a pretty good cast. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. This is new um, to me. I just found out about it today. <laughs> I got all excited. They can't yeah. do any worse than M. Night Shyamalan's version. I'm I mean, one of the few people who enjoyed that movie. I actually didn't <laughs> think it was that terrible. Like, I, I enjoyed it. With all the source material they had, they could have written the script a little bit better. And you're right, uh, Widget. It was Blackout. We started, and then we jumped into Warzone. But Warzone's the one where we actually won shotties and uh, snipers. Yeah, we won. But our first win was in Blackout in our first duos. Yeah. Where I was sweating bullets the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how was our weeks looking, guys? Oh, well, let's see. Here in the U.S., it was Thanksgiving this week. So I didn't... And plus my 12-hour days i had i didn't do too much um but i have been looking more into book series i want to get from my kindle and i'm leaning towards the mistborn series because co-workers are not telling me i should get that um yeah mistborn's really popular i read a couple of them they're pretty good from, from what i've seen on the discord that they're, they're trying to at least at least one of our members on discord is trying to lean you another direction first oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. some <laughs> other margaret wise and tracy hickman novels which I might lean into because they're my favorite authors. Missed out on getting the San Diego Comic-Con badges, sadly. didn't. They sold out before my name was called up in the queue. Uh, but I'm compromising. I'm going to the LA Comic-Con this next Saturday. So that I'm going with them. <laughs> We're going to try getting recordings of some interviews there, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and if we do, uh, we'll uh, make a little special episode of it. Mm-hmm. I know, I that's way too long of a commute for that <laughs> short of notice. So I'm, I'm thinking during this, we could actually interview cosplayers and see what kind of effort they put into their suits and what they're trying to emulate and stuff. Oh, That'd absolutely. Cool. Yeah, we can do a lot of content. Between oh, the two yeah. of us, we can do a lot. I mean, even I, last year when we went, we talked to that that voice, that um, was she a stunt uh, double or just an... She is the, the stunt double and she does the motion cap for uh, Ahsoka. Her name is Lauren Mary Kim. Yeah, so we got into some interesting conversations. With There was this really good um, engineer who was who built lifelike, life-sized Star Wars robots mm -hmm. with all kinds of uh, programming and stuff into them and made them look very realistic. And it was very good. So there's a whole lot, I'm sure, that him and I can oh, yeah. read out of people and I can go through and edit it and spend 16 hours pulling my hair out to give you guys a special episode. And this week oh, is a... Droids in Star Wars. <laughs> they're, they're droids. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, in real life, they're remote-controlled robots. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, they had a Wally one there that was actually pretty cool. Uh, also, D&D this week has been fun because it's the first time I actually got to do combat with my new character. And uh, he's interesting because I added the Artificer class Artillerist. And I can create an Eldritch Cannon that's pretty much a flamethrower. So it shoots, <laughs> and I'm playing a gunslinger as my main, fighter gunslinger as my main class, so it shoots, yeah, shoot, shoot, flamethrower. <laughs> Every time you mention d and I keep thinking I need to get back into Baldur's Gate 3. I gotta beat it. I gotta beat it. I gotta beat the game with you, my son. <sighs> yeah, I haven't played it since the last time you were here, so it's been a yeah, while. I might yeah. beat that game someday. <laughs> my that's list for- is a mile long, and I got a new one coming in four days, so... Uh. Yeah, so this is my, uh, that's been my week pretty much. Mine's a lot like yours because of, you know, Thanksgiving this week. I spent a lot of time with the family. And then after Thanksgiving, I just have been sick. Just all weekend, I've been kind of under the weather. I'm starting to feel a little bit better today, just in time to go back to work. Yay. So I just kind of spent most of my weekend sitting on the couch, sleeping, watching some episodes of House. And, uh, (laughs) I watched my daughter play a little bit of Fortnite. Uh, worked on the Minecraft server when I was feeling up to it, but I've had a really lackluster week as far as nerddom goes, and I haven't really been able to get into my element. But I am pumped to work more on the server this week. I got some really good ideas. Um, I got a, a build that I'm working on right now, and a couple other ones that are in my head that I'm. If it comes out the way it is in my head, it's going to be amazing. So I'm hoping to get those going. Um, and then, like I said, in four days, World of Warcraft season to Discovery. I, I'm looking forward to checking it out. Um, it should be a lot of fun. And since the level cap is so low to start, it's not going to be like the super major time sink that WoW normally is. So. That's what you think right now. But what if they change the curve, which you've learned more about that recently with the Minecraft server. <laughs> right. But they, they're not from what I've read, they're not intending on it. They're just setting the cap low at first, and then in a couple months, they're going to raise it 10 levels, and then a couple months later, they're going to raise it 10 levels more. And I don't yeah. know. It looks fun, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to check it out. I don't have the time for it. I just don't. So, I mean, I might down the road, but yeah, I have... It takes low, no time to get to level 25. That's low like hopes for days. that game. It's like three days. No, can't do it. Because I've been working a lot on the Minecraft server and pulling my hair out because I had some massive bugs that came up, a um, couple game-breaking, and I fixed them. I squashed nearly all of them. We got a couple little minor bugs now, and that's it. Oh, are you telling me I need to go find more bugs? Because I, I seem no. to find them. Bugs. Every time he steps on, there's more them. bugs found. I, I, I find them all. <laughs> and he, he, he found out because I, I haven't been in, um, I haven't tested the game very much. I've been too busy making content and fixing the back end. And he told me yesterday, uh, yeah, so the mobs, the zombies and skeletons are not aggroing. And my yeah, head went straight to my and, desk. Yeah, they, they, they weren't attacking until you attacked them, which was nice. But yeah, hey. so I got to spend an hour and a half figuring out why that was happening and fix it, which I did. It's all fixed. Now they seem to be a little bit more aggressive. You say that, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, we got a lot of content created. I finished my new town, and all the quests related for that are done. Got some class quest series done. And yeah, so we're in full swing with it and making great progress. And I watched a couple episodes more of My Hero Academia, and I could not do it, guys. I tried. I tried to get into it. 
and the main there's so many tropes going on with the main hero of the show that the stupidity is overwhelming and I can't deal with it. Oh no, you just made enemies. They're when he's sitting there going for his first test in the in the first day of the academy, it took I counted it five minutes and twenty three seconds for him to do five seconds worth of that one event as he repeats himself over and over and over again in his head. It was just, yeah. But my son is a huge One Piece fan. He even has a One Piece tattoo. And uh, he made me watch it a few times when he was growing (laughs) up. So I I have a good gist of what that show's about and the characters. And I found out that they have a live action One Piece on Netflix. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. I asked my son right away. I said, hey, what do you think of this? And he told me it's phenomenal. He absolutely loves it. So coming from him, that's huge praise. Huh. So I started watching it, and I'm three episodes in, and I absolutely love it. It is so good. Oh, there you go. So far, I haven't found any of the live actions to be bad, in my opinion. Let's see. They have... Uh, any of the live action what? Anime. Have um, you seen the live action Dragon Ball Z? That's the only one I have not seen. I said the ones I've seen. <laughs> so the live action Dragon Ball Z is pretty terrible. <laughs> I, I liked uh, Full Metal Alchemist live action. I liked the Bleach okay. live action. I liked, uh, was it Outlaw Star? What's Ghost that in a Shell was okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah I liked all the live actions. Uh, they did a pretty good... The ones that are directly linked with the animes... Where they actually tried matching the actor to the anime. I like those. They actually did a pretty good job. And that's opinion. what I saw with One Piece. Like, I like Gum Gum, the, the main pirate captain. He cracks me up in the anime, and he mm-hmm. he's even better in the live action. <laughs> they, nice. they got the perfect actor to play his role, and he does such a good job with it. So I'm looking forward to watching that some more. Probably going to do that again tonight after I get a whole bunch of other stuff done because I want to get back in that server. And Have we are. Of you- Hmm? Have either of you watched the um, the Castlevania anime that's on Netflix? No. That yes. one is actually pretty dang good. It I is. really enjoyed it. Castlevania. Okay. Yeah. Put that on my, my to-do list. It's pretty awesome. It's very gruesome in parts, but like, it's good. Very I've good. been going into these animes for you guys, you know, so I can um, talk about them. Yeah, I complain a lot. But the one thing I've always heard hear all the time about anime fans is the story content. Once you get past it, it takes, you know, 200 episodes to get the story. Yeah, that's what it's, I like about Castlevania is that it does not do that. There is no, like... A lot of the more modern anime... A lot of the more modern anime are going away from the really long flashbacks to the previous episode, and they're actually yeah. doing a pretty good job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I love about this One Piece live action. It just goes right to the point. Has it's true to the characters, it's true to the environment and the world, and the story. And I'm loving it. I've never wow. seen the anime, so I feel like I should watch the anime before watching the live action. You don't need to. It's the same thing. Just one's better well, than the I wouldn't, other. I wouldn't <laughs> know if it's true to the character or not. You don't need to know. I need to know. <laughs> All right. Know. We'll let you guys know when we um, finally open up the server for testing. Uh, we have a little application. I am using air quotes here. People who basically who want to try doing the early alpha testing of the server, they've been putting their names in on our Discord, which is discord.gg forward slash raw podcasts. Come on in. Say hi. Check it out, guys. Now, yeah. 
our that main you yes do have it to is be a part of our discord to be able to get into that beta so our alpha that way you can are. report bugs and what you like what you don't like and all that good stuff to us great i'm gonna have more people telling me something's wrong and broken <laughs> <laughs> all right so our main discussion of today is remakes and reboots i'm gonna let you guys just take it go for it what do we got a long list <laughs> yes we do that's why i'm letting you do it <laughs> As, yeah. as we all know, today's society is all about rebooting everything because nobody has any originality, it yeah. seems like, these days. The big popular uh, thing was has been 80s and 90s nostalgia. And you know why that is? Because those are the best generations. Not the just that. Years. But Decades. because <laughs> our generations are now the ones that are the adults, the ones that are mm-hmm. paying for the movie tickets, paying for the games, paying for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're appeasing to that generation, our generation. And our generation has no original ideas. We can't think of anything new to do. So if we can't, we'll just find something they did really well before and then do it again. And then it never, well, I won't say never, hardly ever holds up to the hype. Let's just jump into the movies. I'm going to start this off with every DC movie and some some (laughs) Marvel movies out there. With their remakes. And the reason why I said every DC, because you got Batman, you got like 15 different versions of those. You have... Uh, you know why they keep rebooting those? Why DC keeps rebooting? Because they can't get anything terrible. right. No. <laughs> they do the series. The TV series are great. It's their movies they're struggling with. See, honestly, though, like the Dark Knight trilogy was great. It was, it was. great. Actually, I'm on the camp where superhero um, movies should actually just be series because... There's so much in that story that needs to be told, and you're trying to cram everything into a two or three hour movie. It doesn't work yeah. half the time. That's I not think. just that's not just superheroes. That's any comics you're turning into them. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. Needs to be uh, TV series because then you can space that story over multiple one hour long episodes what? versus, like you said, three hours. What drives me absolutely bananas though is when they have a series. I'll use Flash for example. They have the Flash series. I really enjoyed the series. The series was great. In my mind, Grant Gustin is the Flash. He does it perfectly. And then they make a movie and use somebody completely different. No, you have a formula that's working. If you're going to make a movie, use that same actor and just play off that show. Like It's doing great. Why do you need to cast? I'm going to do a little plug here. Um, If my book, Emperor of Continua, ever does make it, what gets picked up by like a studio, I'm going to insist on it being a series. Yeah, that makes sense because look at, uh, this is a topic for another show, but, uh, it makes sense because look at game of Thrones. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, So, so there are some reboots that I like, uh, new new mortal Kombat. The, the, I I love the campiness of the original mortal Kombat movie, not part two, just the original one. And then I like the, how do I word this? Screw it, beat me. The, <laughs> the badassness of the new Yeah, I'm Mortal not going to beat you for that, man. Yeah. You're not, <laughs> you, you didn't encroach in the forbidden words. Yeah, that, but I, I do like, I actually just rewatched the the new one, not like a week or so ago. And yeah, We had put this list up, I'm thinking, I really want to watch it again for the fourth time. And I oh, want to specifically yeah. hone in on that Sub-Zero and Scorpion fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so good. The martial arts was stupid, but 
they stayed true to the characters of the game. Yeah, they did. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a couple Sub-Zero Scorpion fights, and they're both good. But, uh, yeah, I, I really, really... I That's one of the few reboots that did it right. Did it better the second time, for sure. And I Here's really some- wish that Mortal Kombat Annihilation would become one of those uh, Mandela effects that everyone seems to remember but <laughs> never really existed. Because... Uh, <laughs> that movie should never have existed. It shouldn't have. Uh, what did you think about the original Judge Dread and then the remake Dread? I never saw the remake. I, the remake's I, actually really good. The remake I, enjoyed, good I, I, I liked the original movie. It was funny. It was fun. I still like, I, I still like Sly better. Yeah. But, but the, the remake actually follows the actual story better than the first one did. Well, I never really knew the main story of it anyway, so I went into it blind when I saw the first movie, and I loved for loved it for what it was. Well, yeah, I, w- I think everybody mostly went into it blind for the first movie. I didn't realize it was based off a comic series until... I knew it this. was, I just never read it. It's it's one of those, it's, it's it falls in the same category for me as, as RoboCop, like the remake for RoboCop... It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but it's not the original, and it's not near <laughs> but, as good as the original. And they made the suit look stupid. But <laughs> if I had to compare the two based on the story and not and leaving all nostalgia out of it, I would say the suit from the first one is better, but the actual story of the remake was better. But okay. in the remake, you don't get, I am the law. <laughs> That is true. That is true. <laughs> now, another one on this list is Star Trek. Uh, I do think the Kelvin Universe reboots were good, and they actually brought more people into the Star Trek fandom because of those movies. And yeah. they made those movies not for Trekkies, but for bringing in new fans is the way they, I look at it. They took Star Trek and made it more like Star Wars in my mind. They made no. it more. There was there was less Star Trekiness of it and more 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 fighting, more action. But well, that takes things. away from the actual premise of Star Trek, which is the only I part agree. I didn't like about it. I agree, yeah. but it made the movies better. And that's your opinion. That's why <laughs> I like those ones better. Yeah, but that's that's the, how they. And then if you look, uh, even the new Star Trek TV series. Strange New Worlds has more action in it, but they still focus on the core of Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. It's like I said before plenty of times on the show, I, the new series, Strange New Worlds, is what's always in my mind, is what Star Trek should have always been. Yeah. We we beat Star Trek to death last. Yeah, but oh, no, we're going to no, beat no, no, it no. again. We're going to actually focus on Star Trek in one of our episodes. Uh, and then yeah. we're going to focus in Star Wars in one of our episodes. Because a lot of people liked our last episode. So we're going to, in the future episodes, like we're, we're continuing our, our series. We're going to focus on Star Wars on one and Star Trek on another. So we can get more in-depth on those for you guys. Because we have a lot to say. <laughs> Still. What about, what about the worst remake on this list? <laughs> it's the only one on this list that has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fantastic Four? A fantastic Dude, four that was yeah. the most worst remake of anything I've ever seen. Let me tell you, I have seen every single superhero movie out there, even the dumb ones, and even I will not watch this one because of how <laughs> awful it looks. That's saying you know, something, folks. 
The only thing about it that even I would even consider watching it for is Michael B. Jordan. I, I enjoy, like, he's a very good actor, and I do enjoy him, but I've heard that the movie is just awful, and even he said that he regrets it. They only made that movie so they could keep the rights. Yeah. I mean, they kind of had to, but, like, ugh. I mean, there is, they are rebooting it again. Again. I've already seen that they are rebooting it again and bringing no. it No, why are they torturing people? Because they, well, they're going to bring it into the MCU and they're actually going to make it. They're not going to. So I think it was Fox that owned Fantastic Four originally. And now that, uh, and now that Disney owns Fox, they honestly, I don't even like the premise of Fantastic Four, let alone the movies. Or people who go into outer space uh, and then. Gamma or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it goes in, you know, a lot of superhero stuff is super cheesy, but that goes into the full Gouda. See, I'm not super fond of the Fantastic Four. They were never one of my favorites, oh. like, growing up and stuff. But Doctor Doom is one of the coolest villains in all of Marvel. Fantastic Four oh. is like the spray can cheese of the uh, cheesy world. Kind of, but but they it gives us Doctor Doom, and Doctor Doom is awesome. Even the name is ridiculous. What are you talking about? <laughs> Doctor Doom. <laughs> yeah, but, uh... I'd still watch it. Yeah, yeah, I probably will. Right. I mean, out of curiosity. All right. So since this one is mine and Joe's favorite uh, cartoon and comics, what was your take on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the remake, not the 1990s? The Which very one? newest one? Hold on. Are we, talking, the, are we talking? The newest uh, we're talking live, live action one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually personally loved it. Big beefy buff turtles. Okay. So the, here's here's my okay. opinion about them though. It's because the original comics that I have, th- two of them that I've read, they are more superhero-y than they portrayed in the original 1990s ones, and they put that in that in the new remake. Now they yeah. did do the actual design of the turtles a little wonky. I will admit that, and Michelangelo's lips did drive me bonkers too. <laughs> but their their personalities and the way that they fought was more true to the original Ninja Turtles. I'll give you that. Um, I haven't seen the new one. And the main reason I'm having a hard time to sit down and watch the new one is I hate the animation style it's in. Where is that? I want to see it so bad because I've heard so many good things about it. It's so good. Yeah, there's reasons why I didn't go see it in the movie, but that's not something I'm going to put on the air. But uh, I really want to see it. I don't know. Is it on Amazon or is it on... Where is hey, it's it on? on Amazon. You can get okay. it. You can find it on Amazon Prime. Uh, because I was thinking about watching it the other day. That's I think it's my... one of those you have to rent it. Ugh, yeah, it's on my I top of my list to to watch. I don't think it's fully out yet. So yeah, I think you got to rent it. Yeah, you do. Evil Dead. You guys have that on here as a remake. I didn't know what that was. I, I didn't. I didn't even know it was a movie. Yeah, they just <laughs> they, re- they, re- they what? Are you talking about the original? So here's the you thing is... The original even the Evil Dead movies? I, it's it's well known. I, I dislike scary movies and horror by a lot, especially the gory ones, and I hate zombies even more. So, But the original Evil Dead was hilarious, especially the... Uh, oh, I think yeah. it was 3. Yeah, which well, well, I didn't even... Yeah, Army of Darkness. I didn't know that was actually part of the Evil Dead until like a year ago when I got oh, forced God. to go see the new movie. Yeah, Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I've, I, I haven't yeah, they, sat they down They rebooted the original Evil Dead, and then they came out with Evil Dead Rise as well. 
And the original, the, the the remake wasn't terrible, but it, it wasn't it wasn't funny. It was it was a horror. No, movie. no, it wasn't. It was a true horror, that's for sure. And gross. And they, actually, they actually made an Evil Dead series, which was really good too. That was it had Bruce Campbell in it, and it was it was good. As I was, you know, as it was explained to me by a horror fan. She said that um, what made Evil Dead so popular to begin with was the campy nature of it yeah. and the, the comedy, which was not intended to be there originally. It was just that bad. Just that bad. Ugh. All right. So changing movie genres. Willy Wonka, we have it listed on here, but the names of the ser- the remake was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. And then there was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory which technically that was a remake because it's going off the same book and the same story. The newest one coming out is nothing to do with those. It's how Willy Wonka became Willy Wonka. It's a a prequel. Yeah, prequel. prequel. So that doesn't fit that. So we're talking about the two Charlie and Chocolate Factory ones. Yeah, we're talking about the really weird Johnny Depp one. That one was screwy. I did not like that movie at all. It was so weird. It was, in in his own words, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, and then the new, the, yeah, the new Oompa Loompas. They were just like, I don't know. Well, based on the previews for the prequel that's coming out, they're really tiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm on the fence about seeing that movie. Honestly, I, I love movies. I wait to see what the, I wait I to see about, what the reviews actually are on them. I don't know about Timothy Charlemagne as as Wonka. I'm I'm interested slightly but i just i don't see him as willy wonka and no i see gene anytime i think of willy wonka i see gene wilder i think everyone does because <laughs> he was he did that role so well in the beginning he was creepy and he was interesting he did a really Although good I job with some it. Of, i want some of that full three five course meal gum mm. right <laughs> i want to try that blueberry at the end okay <laughs> oh no after the bugs are fixed, after the bugs are fixed yeah. <laughs> all right the last one on this list we should talk about is Power Rangers. I'm, I'm out of that one. <laughs> I liked the reboot a lot, actually. I did. I'm a, I'm I liked huge how dark it was. I'm a I, huge, I love- if you guys don't know that, you know it now. I'm a huge Power Rangers fan. Like, I I used to spend hours and hours watching, um, gosh, who was it? Um, the Nostalgia Critic. Have you guys ever heard of the Nostalgia Critic? No. I haven't. Um, well, there's like the angry video game nerd who does all the like nostalgic video game reviews. And then there's a guy named the, the nostalgia critic. And if you haven't watched his videos, you should check them out because they're awesome. He did a whole series on Power Rangers, every <laughs> single season of Power Rangers. And they were so good. And I sat there and watched them. Oh, uh, uh, there's a go ahead. Go ahead. No, you there's a, a YouTube channel that does they they're, they're called Honest Movie Trailers or Honest mm-hmm. Video um, yeah yeah Honest they, Trailers they crack me up every time and they did one of Power Rangers and I never saw the movie didn't want to don't ever plan to and but that they, what they did just cracked me up no but my take on the the new Power Rangers movies it's just the right amount of campy but it has a more darker theme to it so I actually really enjoyed it. I enjoyed how they did the powers, the suits and stuff. I would love to have seen a part two, but apparently it didn't make enough money for them to go ahead with the second movie. I heard they were. I actually heard that the second one was in development. 
The only thing I didn't like about the first movie is Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. That was kind of weird. Um, but other than that casting, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, yeah. I last I knew they were making the second movie. Uh, the creators have commented they are not pursuing a sequel due to it not meeting yeah. financial milestones. Yeah, that's February, what I'm seeing too. That was back in February. Oh man, I was waiting because they they left it. Wah, on wah, wah. Green Ranger coming, and that's what I was like. Mighty Morphin mm-hmm. was my favorite era, obviously. Obviously, I mean that that was when Power Rangers were at their best. But all right, so <laughs> TV. Oh God, <laughs> there's a lot of those. <laughs> I didn't even the know there was such thing as a, a Harry Potter reboot TV show. Yeah, they're making a TV show where each season is one book. Yeah, you, we talked about that in another episode. I think it was the book to series stuff. I must have zoned out on that. Yeah, was, I, we, all, <laughs> we didn't really talk about it much. We all know your take on Harry Potter. Well, I don't like the books, but I really enjoyed the movies. That's the big difference. That's the big takeaway there. Well, what I'm wondering is, is, is with as recent as the movies were done, can, can a reboot be done and be good? Like, Doubt it. I, I mean, think they're just trying to so grab a fresh. hold of that. They're just trying to grab a hold of that popularity of what Harry Potter was and, and just hold on to it and bring it back. But I they don't agree. have any nothing. They have nothing new to go off of. So they're just going to redo what's already there. It's a I money mean, grab. They still, they still got the, the Fantastic Beasts series that are going on. And I think there's still supposed to be one more of those. Those I didn't really care for. I liked them, but I'm also a big fan of the books and the movies. So... I grew up with them. Uh, so y'all put on the list Bel Air. Bel Air is a show. I believe it's on Peacock. It's basically a reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but it's supposed to be like serious and drama and boo. <laughs> Funny thing is, is I'll go back and watch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air all day, but yeah, I I've never been interested in watching the new the new remake. Same with the Wonder Years. I mean, the Wonder Years was one of those shows that I've seen every single episode, probably three, four times. I mm-hmm. loved that show as a kid. It was one of my favorites. There was a, a reboot was completely unnecessary. I've, I haven't seen a single episode of the reboot, and I don't ever want to. The Lost yeah. in Space one, though, I was a big I, fan of. I looked forward yeah, to every release of that. That was good. Yeah, yeah I they really actually enjoyed that one. They knocked uh, that one out of the park. Yeah, they did. Uh, modern CGI made that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's what I thought. The well, the original show they did what they could with the technology, but they just couldn't do what they needed to for that story arc. Yeah, there's one thing that Disney does, and they do it terribly. And I wish they would stop is rebooting things or remaking things. All of their live action movies, but there was a. Beauty and the Beast was good. Yeah, that oh, one was decent. That one was good. That one was good. Uh, Lion King. It was garbage. Word for word remake. And it wasn't even live action. It was CGI animals. So it was, I mean. Yeah. It was, that one drove me nuts. I would have rather have had a live action where they actually had the lions and all the creatures just walking around in voiceovers like they did with uh, the dog movies. Can't remember yeah. the name of the dog movies. All of them. <laughs> No, those are so terrible. All the buddies movies. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Okay, Homeward Bound 2 was awesome. 
Yeah, but I'm saying one. how they did those dogs. That's how they should have done Lion King, in my opinion. I don't know. but <laughs> It'd be kind of hard to get lions and boars and stuff like that to act on screen. <laughs> I know, right? Chill with each other, yeah. But I can forgive them for that. I can forgive them for those couple movies. Little Mermaid, can't forgive them. Can't. That movie was... Yeah, I wouldn't even go right. near that. And the one thing they did that I will never forgive them for is rebooting DuckTales. Oh. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that was a thing until now. 2017 oh. is when it came out. The reboot did. Oh, and, the, and, and the worst part is my kids will sit there and watch it and be like, oh, this is so much better than the original. And I just, I've never wanted to put kids up for adoption more in my life. <laughs> right. See, see, we have, the, we have, the, obviously, but like, gosh, the original. I was a huge fan of DuckTales growing up. We had the pleasure. We had the huge pleasure of growing up during the eighties and nineties, when all the good cartoons came out. Ducktales, yeah. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. They also remade that one. So it's annoying. They, they remade Animaniacs too, and even that one drives me nuts. No, but I they didn't really did. care for the they, original. The, the <laughs> I can still sing the theme. Don't do it. Animaniacs. I won't go any further so I don't get uh, copyright. (laughs) Yeah, let's not do that. (laughs) Um, What about uh, Walker? I like it. I haven't watched the new one, but uh, I've seen bits and pieces of it. And for what it is, it's good because it is a complete reimagining of the character. Yeah, Walker Walker and Walker, Texas Ranger. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Walker has the guy from... It's Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. He plays the main character. And I think he's he's very brave to try and step in in Chuck Norris's shoes. Because... That's why they reimagined the character, so he doesn't have to step in Chuck Norris's shoes. (laughs) Yeah, like, he'd get roundhoused for that one. Yeah, they're both two... The way they wrote the new one, it actually is different than the original walker texas ranger so to yeah. me it is a complete reimagining of the show versus he's you know not what? he's not a badass like walker texas ranger was he's just walker do you know what you guys yeah. did not put on here on remake what macgyver oh we, we were talk talking about it, about it. <laughs> we talked uh, about it i, I kind of liked the new one i i liked it it's but the original still the original. was so much better yeah, but i did I, mean, the original I didn't remember i I did watch it. I did enjoy it, but I did re- put on the most important reboot, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> There's a reboot? Yeah, the newer episodes are reboots. It was a reboot from 1960s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, and I, I absolutely love that. The new version. Mm-hmm. The new version. I in air quotes here because it's actually still old, but... Never seen it. <laughs> There's, a, There's a song. Like, I love... When I'm writing or when I'm doing anything creative, I put on a lot of modern symphony and orchestra music. Like, I have a huge list of it. If anyone ever wants to know what my favorite songs and composers are, I'll gladly let you know in Discord. Um, but Battlestar Galactica, I just butchered that, Galactica. The last episode, there was a song called The Lighter, and it was so good. It was like Celtic mixed mm-hmm. with the main orchestra theme of that show. One of my favorite pieces. The realistic space physics in that also is something I really liked because not a lot Which of... Which is rare. Yeah, at the time, it was really rare. Now we have 
The Expanse, which has the most realistic space stuff. But yeah, they actually did a really good job on the story. Um, that character, the actor selection for the characters was on par, I think. I can't yeah, remember I've everybody never in the show. Either show, so I couldn't. I got nothing on that one. Well, it's a nineteen. The original nineteen sixties. You got to approach it like it was made in the nineteen sixties. <laughs> the original Star Trek. Yeah. But no, well, don't even worry about the original one. Just do the one that was came out in what early two thousands, nineteen nineties. Yeah, late nineties, early two thousands. Phenomenal show. There. It is mm-hmm. by far in my. It is way by far one of my favorite sci-fi series ever done. Right below <laughs> got- Firefly. Ooh. Okay, of course. Ooh. That is that is up there, especially since uh, yeah, that's up there. Trekkies. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is up there. And but- Firefly is still my number one spot in my favorite sci-fi series of all time. I would love to see a not a reboot, but a new. And story in that universe. Yeah. I would like to just see a new. I don't know how you could though. Firefly. There's so many. See, that's what I'm saying is, I would love to see uh, Josh Whedon come out and expand the stories in the universe and actually make a new series that uh, is in the Firefly universe that actually tells you more about what's going on. I would die for that. Anything Firefly mm-hmm. related, honestly. I, at first, for some reason, my brain was thinking that you were saying Battlestar Galactica, but no, Firefly, without <laughs> yeah. a doubt. No matter if if they do anything Firefly related, Nathan Fillion has to be involved, though. Has to be involved. <laughs> they, they can still get the original cast because they're forties and fifties right now. They can still yeah. come in on different stuff, or they can start the series off with the original crew and roll over into. A new crew. Didn't one Something of the actors sides. in that original in the original didn't he pass? Yeah, book uh book passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sucks but, that he's gone, but Alright, there's good. one more in the T V list that we should get to before we move on to games if we want no, to. No, two to. more because I don't want to cover goosebumps. <laughs> no, goosebumps is what I'm gonna talk about because obviously <laughs> if you've listened to the show, you know I've been watching that show, the reboot. Very, very good. Yeah, we've got three episodes of it now. (laughs) Yeah, highly recommend it. So, yeah. It's a reboot of an older one? Yeah, there used to be an old Goosebumps show that was like individual shows based off the books. Weren't they movies? Huh? Weren't they movies? No, they were. It was a TV show. There was a movie with Jack Black in it. There were two movies. Yeah. But there was an old like 90s TV show as well. Think of Tales from the Crypt style, but Goosebumps. Exactly. Exactly. I remember it now. I still remember the theme song in my head, too. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Highlander, uh, guys. Highlander. I'm so excited. That one's a big one. I'm excited for. I I haven't seen the previews on it yet. They don't have a preview for it yet. Yeah, they just announced it. Exactly. Exactly. So I can't judge it. Because I don't know who they're using for McLeod or if they're even using McLeod. But it's Highlander, man. Highlander. Movies and TV show were phenomenal. Truth. This is very true. I actually cut my teeth with the TV show before the movies. I didn't watch the movies until I became an adult. So, Uh, yeah, same. Hearing yeah. Sean Connery talk as a, uh, with his accent as a spa- supposed Spaniard doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still, the, the story and the premise behind that show was so good in the movies. 
Yes, it was. The the premise is awesome. I love it. Uh, Here's one for you. The not the let's word a moment. Plethora of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoons remakes (laughs) and reboots. There's there's so many. That's it's like Batman. They redid that cartoon so many times that some of them are are good. Some of them are bad. I hate the art style from the night from the Nickelodeon series. I, I just it has that blocky look to it, and I'm not. I didn't like that. that series at all. Which but, one is that? Is that that's not? Oh, that's okay. I know which one you're talking about. The, the I best like the one's 1980s. always going to be yeah. The best one's always going to be the teenage, teenage mutant ninja turtles. Teenage mutant ninja turtles. Heroes in a half show. Turtle power. Mutant mayhem. Which I looked it up. You can get it on Prime. It's five ninety nine to rent it or nine ninety nine to just buy it. Mm-hmm. Is phenomenal. It is so good. A wise man once told me, I can't remember the rest of that quote, but he ends it. Never, never pay full price. Never pay full price for a late pizza. <laughs> pizza, dude. All right. So video games. Video games. There's a lot of them on here. Well, there's um, a big um, battle or debate be- regarding what is a remake, what is a reboot, but there are actual definitions to it and a reimagine. Uh-huh. So. We're going to shy away from the reimagines. And that's there's a big one. There's a big one on this list that I want to bring up. And there's a specific reason because I want to ask you guys a question. Bring it. And that's Resident Evil 4. I haven't played Resident Evil 4 remake that just came out like earlier this year. And it is one of the games nominated for game of the year. And my question to you is if they just, I mean, I've played some of this game myself and should a game that is just visually remastered, basically, same game, same story, but visually remastered, should that qualify? Are the controls better? Is, are the controls no. better? Is quality of life better? Is there's Does all it, sorts of things you have to go into it. If the story's the same, that's fine. But the the literally the gameplay has to be better. But should that qualify for a game of the year when that game isn't even the game of this year? It's the game of 10 years, 15 years ago that they just well, made a little bit better. Let me ask you this. If they would have done a, did a true remake of Final Fantasy VII where they kept the story and everything and just updated the graphics, would that qualify? Not as a game of the year. No, it would be a okay. great... I would, I would enjoy playing it, but no. What they did, does should that qualify as a game of the year? Yes. Because that's a whole new story, a whole new game. Like they, there's elements of the old story, but it's a so whole no, it new shouldn't game. qualify because it's terrible. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I had to. I don't Final think it's Fantasy actually terrible. Seven but... is one of the best games ever made. Not really. The original one was. Yeah, it's a good you game. Call yourself my twin, but yet <laughs> some of the things you say. But to be honest, with Resident Evil Four, I never played more than like an hour of the. F- first release of it so i don't do zombies i'm not big into the resident evil games i will tell you that there is not a resident evil game including the umbrella chronicles that i have not played and beaten i love the resident evil franchise ever since the very first one on playstation i enjoyed resident evil 2 i'm not gonna lie i did beat that one i i love them I've I've only played Resident Evil 4. I don't recall playing the other Resident Evils. It, back in those days, and still to this day, they're just not my cup of tea. You want to play a game 
that will scare the living crap out of you, Beer. play play one of the newer Resident Evils in VR. <laughs> so there's something on this that's not no, on this list. No, no. Uh, there's uh, the new Alien uh, Isolation game that'll scare the crap out of you. <laughs> I put the VR headset on my sister for the first time. She'd never experienced VR. She's a huge horror fan and stuff. I put it on her in one scene of Resident Evil uh, Biohazard. And if you've played the game, you would know it's a scene where you sit down with this bad family and he just like reaches over and just like, just like cuts your, uh, no, 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 sorry. It's a scene where this girl jumps at you and like cuts your arm off. And I put my headset on my sister on that scene and she literally <laughs> fell over the bed when this girl jumped at her because it scared her so bad. And she's a huge, huge, huge like she's seen probably every horror movie known to man, but yeah, this game like literally terrified her. She was screaming and trying to run away, and the the headset like pulled her right over the bed, and it was hilarious. My One first professional gaming experience was with a, a game called SOCOM Two, and I was a part yeah. of a team. Yeah. And that team we've we're actually been talking about it on Facebook, and they mentioned today that they are rumored to be re bringing back SOCOM. Good because I loved that series. It was amazing, and the I was so freaking combat. good at it. Could you imagine if they made it multiplayer and both people had a fire team? SOCOM was only multiplayer. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, they had SOCOM. Uh, no. The U.S. Navy SEALs one. Yeah, they did. Oh, it that was one was garbage. Too. Yeah, the the whole gimmick for SOCOM was the fact that it was a squad game that you had to play with other people, and it was and when you died, you were done. There yeah. was no respawning. No, because I played SOCOM without multiplayer. There might have been a single-player mode on it, but I don't think... There was single-player mode. Duty, that, nobody plays single-player. It was <laughs> like... The, the single-player was set up like the original... Uh, what's the name? Siege. What's the name? original name of that game? Rainbow Six? Yeah, the original Rainbow Six is you set up your, patrol, your uh, map on where your guys had to go and stuff. That's how SOCOM single-player was. Yeah, but all I, I ever did was it. the actual multiplayer. But I would love to have them bring that back. So, uh, Tomb Raider, what'd y'all think of that one? Which one? I actually didn't play the, the new remake. ones. The new ones are the Lara Croft Death Simulator. Yeah, I never played them. <laughs> no, the original ones were the Lara Croft Death Simulator because they were no. ridiculously hard. The controls were <laughs> super clunky, and you had to time everything just perfect or you died. A friend of mine in Washington, we decided to call it the Laura Croft Death Simulator on the new ones because of all the stuff she got herself into and how gruesome the death scenes were when you yeah. missed your key. <laughs> yeah. The new ones, to me, the new ones remind me of if they, they were like, oh, hey, remember that game Tomb Raider? Let's try and make it as close to Uncharted as we can. Mm-hmm. And see if we can make it good. Because Uncharted did what Tomb Raider tried to do, except the controls were way better and it was a lot more fun. The only games on this entire list that we have right now that I've even played the new versions of is Mortal Kombat 1 and Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, uh, well, I've played, uh, I put Pokemon on here because of all the different remakes of the original games. I, I know, I'm still in, in a debate that that's not really a remake. It, it is it, because it is. Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu on uh, on the Switch are literally Switch versions of the original game, and you can even like 
hook your old game and like import your Pokemon over to it. You can actually, yeah, and it's that, literally that, yeah. the exact same game. You go through. I the concede. Story. They're they're remakes. They're they're remakes slash remasters. They're not reboots. Well, uh, we're doing well, uh, remakes and re and reboots. Yeah, so. they're not reimaginings. They are literally remakes with the better graphics of the newer generation when it came out at that time and whatnot. So the reason why they did Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go uh, Pikachu is so they could have a game that could tie in Pokemon Go with Red and Blue, those original stories. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. You could take your Pokemon from Pokemon Go and put it on. Yeah, but know. now they have the Pokemon uh, Home, which allows you to take Pokemon from every game that you have in the Switch and switch Pokemon between them all. <laughs> that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, another one on the list here. I think the re they they rebooted Battletoads, and I'm kind of glad they did because Battletoads for me as a kid was the very first game that I ever played that made me rage, literally <laughs> rage, <laughs> rage. Like Ninja Turtles was that for me. That game is so hard. So hard that I told my my stepson. I told him he's thirteen years old and he plays video games religiously. He he loves video games. I told him if he can beat the original Battletoads on NES and I can I watch him beat that game, I will buy him a PS Five. And he's <laughs> never even attempted it because he's seen like on every single list known to man that that's the hardest game, one of the hardest games ever made, along with yeah, Ninja yeah. Gaiden. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden's not hard. I've beat that game so many times. But the original? Yeah, the ver the first Ninja Gaiden. I've I used to play those games all the time. Those those games aren't hard. You just gotta get the timings down. But Is like, that what you just Toads, was complaining about on Tomb Raider? <laughs> yeah, I've beaten the Tomb Raider games too, but you die a lot. But um the only game I can honestly think of that's harder than Battletoads is the original NES version of the Silver Surfer game. That game well, I, I never actually played that one. No, I still, I still don't believe that anybody. I, I've seen videos of it, but I still don't believe anybody's actually ever beat that game. I think it's just a computer simulator. That game is a game they need to remake is Contra. Yes, they bring that to the modern gaming. Have? Isn't there a Contra game on like PS2? It's just the the original side scroller, done with slightly upgraded graphics. Oh, okay. we're talking about actually re. Booting Contra to modern style gaming. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine that as an FPS? That yeah, would that'd be, be insane. <laughs> yeah, it would be Get so cool. Especially with, by getting those gun drops like the original mm -hmm. game. Yeah. I, I would be all in for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is Rygar? Rygar, yeah. is, what okay, is, Rygar is an original NES game that they, they rebooted on the PS2. You're like this dude in like... I want to say it's like... I want to say it's like Greek mythology type because I think you fight like some of the like the Greek gods and stuff like that. But you, your weapon is like this like spiked shield on a chain that you like throw out and it comes back to you. Yeah, I don't remember that one at all. It was made oh. by Tecmo. Yep. In 1986 is when it was released. And it's yeah. a side-scrolling platformer. Kind of, but you can go back and forth between the screens and up and down and so it's not just side scroller, but it's it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I beat it several times as a kid, and then when I played the PS2 version, 
they did it justice. I think they did a pretty good job. They changed it a little bit, um, like the way you play it and stuff, but it was good. I have absolutely so no comment on that. And we already know your thoughts on Super Mario RPG. I don't even know why that's even on this list. <laughs> it is a remake reboot. Bet you've already talked about it several times. <laughs> yeah, but we've talked about Star Trek and Ninja Turtles too, so. True. We have talked about a lot of stuff. But that's things. a whole, whole different series of multiple multiple different all right things. one we one we left out of this list and i want your opinion of it bring it the zelda games mm. none of them do you, can, do you consider any of them well, reboots remasters or reimaginings technically they are all reboots for the most part there's a couple sequels but every single one is about link and Princess Zelda and Ganon in some in some sort. Ganondorf. In what different stories in different <laughs> worlds. And they even say that there's no timeline because none of them are, like, connected. So, technically, mm-hmm. they're kind of all reboots, aren't they? That, that's technically, yes. <laughs> okay. By all technical sense, they would be considered that, yeah. The only and, way of being correct. And it got left... It probably got left off the list because... Joe, for some strange reason, doesn't like the Zelda games. I, I absolutely I adored the SNES Zelda games. I, I left it off the list because no, the original I Nintendo. Sure. Sorry, the original Nintendo Zelda games. I actually yeah. adored th- uh, a link to the past. Thank you very much, and that was an SES, SNES version. Yeah, yeah. Ocarina of Time. Um, beat that one three times. Oh, hold on, I, hold on. I know your brother's going to listen to this. Hey, Boone. Ocarina of Time is so much better than Majora's Mask. By far. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yes, I'll I, even agree with you guys on that one. Your I brother and Majora's Mask. That's the only Mahora's Zelda Mask. game I do not like is Majora's Mask. <laughs> I think Majora's Mask is your brother's favorite, ain't it? I don't think so. But yeah, it's the only know. one I don't like. That I like all the others. That games. and um, Wind Waker are what ruined me on the series, and I stopped playing mm. since then. Yeah, I actually did like uh, the new. Not the newest one, but the one before it. Breath of the Wild. Open, yeah, Breath of the Wild. I actually really enjoyed that one. I haven't played the newest one, so I can't say. I never played them. The new one is almost exactly the same. It, like, honestly, the story and everything is almost exactly the same. The mechanics that they put in the second one is made me interested in playing it. I don't own a console of any kind, so I have no way of actually playing it. You can always borrow my Switch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then you can play Super Mario RPG, too. <laughs> it's not for a lack of wanting the consoles it's just not having the means right now so i find it funny nintendo's this big family thing but the very first game i got on the switch was mortal kombat 11 <laughs> <laughs> while i was overseas that was funny <laughs> i've actually heard that the the switch port for mortal kombat 1 is one of the most awful atrocities ever to be on any system any ever. Any high graphics game that's ported over to Switch is the most atrocious game out there because it can't handle those graphics. Can you imagine them putting trying to put Starfield on Switch? Oh God! <laughs> I don't think Star Switch could handle the processing. No, it, it, it of would. It. it would never make it. It yeah. sizzle up and fry. So Nintendo did what they needed to do to make a great console, and that was they just focused on making a portable handheld game console. That was fun. What is fun? Yeah, which is exactly what they were. Everybody loved them for to begin with is when they came out with the Game Boy and they started all their portable lines. That's the reason why they beat out all these others. Game Boy Color was my jam. Um, And at that one where it was like had the two L and R on it and it was Game Boy Advance. 
Yeah, the advance. And I had the cube, and I remember playing one of the RPGs on the cube where your inventory was through the Game Boy Advance using your advance as the controller. Mm-hmm. Love that. One last thing, you know, before we before we get to the end here. Um, are there any particular games that you guys would like or to see a sequel for? Sequels different than reboot. Right, right, sorry, sorry, a, re- a remake or a reboot for? Well, SOCOM 2 in particular, because 2 was the best. Breath of would... Fire. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good answer. Yeah, I would love yeah. to see Capcom come out and make Breath a... Breath of Fire 3. I'm game. 1, 2, and 3. Those are... Anything after that, they suck. Well, 1 was eh. 2 and 3 one. were fantastic. 3 was by far the best. Into it. Huh. Um, you know, what I would like to see is would be my wet dream would be a complete remake of Chrono Trigger. Oh, oh that's keep everything one. the same. Just update the graphics. That's all I want. Add some Treat more endings Super to Mario it. RPG. Treat it Super, Super Mario RPG. Exactly. Style. If they did that, I would be out there buying a console, whatever console is on right now. <laughs> I don't care if I have the means to do so or not. Yeah, that would be a really, really good one. Both of those series are the only two I can think of off the top of my head right now that I would want to see remade beyond a shadow of a doubt. Earthbound would be cool, too. All the, You know what, what, what it is? The SNES RPGs. Yeah. yeah. That was the For, golden age of RPGs. They need to all, bring those all the, back. All, mm-hmm. the square, all the square, Squaresoft or Enix ones. Those were the best ones. The ones yep. made by Squaresoft or Enix. So, uh, one last question. How different do you think Breath of Fire would be if Square did that one instead of Capcom? Oh, it would be way different, and Capcom's not even really a thing anymore. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying Capcom's the one that made yeah. Breath of Fire. I wouldn't want to give it to Square Enix. If I yeah, was in charge maybe. of that, I would do a different studio. Bioware. <laughs> I would Squaresoft does some of my favorite games are made by Squaresoft but Squaresoft has a very distinct style yeah Mm -hmm. Um, I would probably gosh I don't even know I don't know who I'd give it to well you think about that and we'll talk about it later Um, Ubisoft actually published uh, Breath of Fire uh, okay guys so we're going to have to end this here We're, we're at our past our time but we're going to, like we've been talking about, we've been doing these main topic series, and I would love to hear your guys' input on what you'd like to hear us do. Um, what we have on the docket is 10 worst video games of all time as our list, just the opposite of what we did on episode one. Um, we're doing individual Star Trek, individual Star, Star Wars. We're going to be doing a topic of AI. What else do we have on the list, guys? Because I don't have a list in front of me right now, but... Those are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. I haven't actually been keeping track of all this. Yeah, I've still kind of been brainstorming. I mean, I think it would be... There's a few others that I've kind of been thinking about. It's just not necessarily our specialties. So but, We would like to hear from you guys on what you guys would like to hear. Email us yeah. in, podcastsraw at gmail.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S-R-A-W. And the same thing on, on X podcast raw um you can go on our discord discord.gg forward slash raw podcast r-a-w-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s let us know we want to hear mm-hmm. uh, and speaking of which you can follow us on twitter individually as well i am at the widget w-i-g-i-t 
I am at Rook213. And I am at the Archon 606. And if you guys are fans of Starfield or interested in Starfield, check out our other show, Starfield Raw. And everybody, have a fantastic nerdy week. Love you guys. Peace out. Keep it nerdy, guys.